0: Welcome to the Moving Markets podcast on Wednesday, the 8th of February. My name is Bernadette Anderko, and I'm one of the investment writers at Julius Baer. Today, we'll cover the usual markets roundup, and our chief economist, David Cole, will be here to fill us in on his thoughts on the outlook for interest rates. So let's start with an update from the markets. The markets focus was on the Federal Reserve Chairman, Jerome Powell, yesterday. He said that US inflation is beginning to ease, but it still has a long way to go, If we continue to get, for example, strong labour market reports or higher inflation reports, it may well be the case that the US has to do more and raise rates more than is currently priced in. He added that it will probably be 2024 before inflation gets to a point where the Fed feels comfortable. Bonds sold off after an initial rally as Mr. Powell opened the door to a higher peak rate in 2023 if the job market doesn't start cooling. And US stocks also backtracked as the Fed chair spoke, but they closed the session higher. The Dow Jones Industrial Average added 265 points on the day. The S&P 500 added 1.29%, but it was the Nasdaq Composite that posted the biggest daily gain, climbing 1.9% to end at 12,113, spot 79. Big tech, particularly Microsoft and Google, energy, semiconductors, PNC insurers and credit cards were among the stronger areas of the stock market yesterday. Steel, paper packaging, retail and consumer staples were some of the laggards. Asia-Pacific markets traded mixed overnight. The Nikkei 225 fell just shy of 0.3%, dragged down by declining shares of Sharp, Nintendo and SoftBank after posting disappointing results. The topics, however, closed fractionally higher. Hong Kong's Hang Seng Index slipped just over 0.1% in its final hours of trade, while the Hang Seng Tech Index declined quarter percent In mainland China, the Shenzhen component and the Shanghai composite fell 0.4% and 0.15% respectively. In currencies, the yen steadied after rallying more than 1% on Tuesday, whilst the Australian dollar edged higher also after gaining more than 1% following the Reserve Bank of Australia's decision to increase interest rates yesterday. Indian government bond yields and the rupee climbed after India's central bank raised interest rates by 25 basis points as expected on Wednesday. In commodities, gold ended up 0.3%, Bitcoin futures were up 0.8%, and WTI crude oil settled up 4.1%, adding to Monday's 1% gain and recovering some of last week's approximately 8% drop. This was all helped along by a rebound in demand from China. President Joe Biden delivered his second State of the Union address to Congress on Tuesday night, marking the halfway point of his tenure. He called for increasing taxes on the wealthiest Americans, in addition to curbing anti-competitive practice and increasing rights for workers. Many of the ideas proposed by President Biden, like the Billionaire Tax and the PRO Act, which would restore employees' rights to unionise without retaliation, are going to be tough sells in the Republican-controlled House. In the news, Turkey has declared a three-month state of emergency in areas struck by two massive earthquakes earlier this week, allowing the government more leeway for rescue and reconstruction efforts. The death toll across Turkey and neighbouring Syria is nearing 8,000 and unfortunately that number seems to be growing incrementally on an hourly basis. That's it for the wrap. European markets may rise on the open. The future show a pretty mixed bag right now. The ECB Supervisory Board is due to hold a press conference in Frankfurt today. And talking of Frankfurt, I'm delighted to be joined by our Chief Economist, who's based in that city, here on the show today. David Cole, good morning and thank you for joining us.
1: Good morning, Bernadette. Good morning to everybody. Just one week after the Fed meeting where the Fed increased rate by 25 basis points, we had another like, new information from the Fed in a comment from Jerome Powell at the Economic Club in Washington and reiterating basically the message the Fed gave earlier that from now on with the interest rates, they are data-dependent. and. Obviously, the latest data had been on the upside, had been on the positive side. What's good for the economy does not mean it has to be good uh, for little central bank actions. Uh, and that's why Jerome Powell stressed, uh, and uh, we take this very seriously, that probably the economy in the U.S. can deal, uh, actually, with, with higher interest rates. Um, our own take on that is, remains that the Fed um does not need to increase further interest rates. Why? Uh, because we are not ignoring uh, that the labor market is indeed quite robust. Uh, nevertheless, uh, we acknowledge that inflation rate is coming down, and this had been also quoted by uh, Chair Powell uh, in his comments uh, yesterday evening. Uh, at the same time, what has not been mentioned, and where we where we put quite lots of emphasis in terms of if um Tighter monetary policy, restrictive monetary policy is working in the U.S., is uh, on the Senior Officer of Lending Survey of the U.S. Fed, which signals that due to higher interest rates, uh, credit demand is slowing, um, credit conditions uh, by commercial banks are being tightened. And with this backdrop, we think uh, that so far the monetary policy stance is quite restrictive in the U.S., Nevertheless, we think uh, the bank, uh, the 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 Federal Reserve, um, needs to address any fears that inflation is not coming under control, that uh, the high inflation rate will persist for longer. Therefore, the political pressure on the Fed remains quite high to go beyond uh, any level which is restrictive to stay longer on restrictive territory. This is exactly what had been uh, what had been. A commented on by Jerome Powell yesterday. Uh, Therefore, the risk to our own forecast that the Fed is done uh, with interest rates, that the Fed has reached already sufficiently restrictive territory, this is definitely for the upside. Uh, The the, the Fed is steady, stays ready to react also to backwards-looking data, uh, like, for example, the strong employment data which has been just out. Uh, And with that, back to you, Bernadette.
0: Thank you very much for your insights, David. It's always a pleasure to have you on the show. That concludes today's podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. Join us again tomorrow for our weekly Commodity and Investment Committee update. Good luck today and goodbye for now. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. Please refer to wwwjuliusbearcom forward slash legal forward slash podcasts for further other important legal information. Für unsere deutschsprachigen Zuhörer. We would also like to make you aware of Marktanalysen und Gespräche, a monthly podcast in German, where Julius Baer experts discuss some of the latest market developments. We share our key research and insights on today's ever-changing economic landscape in German. Search for Marktanalysen und Gespräche on your favorite Podcast Player.